Hey guys, sorry for the little lapse on the podcast. Been busy, busy in startup land, which is a good problem. Uh, this is a little bit of a crossover episode. It's with Mike Simmons of driveway.ai. They're a uh, telematics company based out of Israel in Orange County. And they use smartphones to help, you know, get accurate insurance rates for commercial auto risks. You know, they work with some of the largest carriers in the world. So really cool having a guy like this in the neighborhood. And it's fun talking startups and technology with them. If we can help you out with anything insurance-wise, that's Brett at npbic.com. We've had a lot of fun, you know, working in the classic auto space lately, uh, working with garages, uh, but can insure just about anything nationwide. So again, that's Brett at npbic.com. I hope you enjoy the pod. Hey guys, I got Mike Simmons here with uh, Driveway at Laguna, and we're going to double this episode up. We're going to hit the Insurance Nerds Attachment Point News Roundtable, but also Broker Brett Radio, because this is an awesome startup out of Orange County. So you're checking both boxes. Uh, how you doing, Mike? Doing great, Brett. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we were uh, nerding out ahead of time, um, talking about Driveway and how it can help out insurance companies. So what what does Driveway's kind of software do? How are you helping keep people safer? Where's the, the crossover? Yeah, yeah. So we're so we're in the the smartphone telematics space for for the you know. So we'll we'll jump right into to, to some nerd terminology. But you know, for for folks that know it, I know a bunch of the folks in the insurance industry know it. But but that's what we do, and we've been you know we're, we're kind of we kind of invented the business. We've been doing it since you know uh, before everybody else. But you know, trying to use the smartphone as a data capture sensor to get driving behavior data off the car. Um, and I've been a, I've been a nerd in that space forever, but it hasn't always been a, a, a smartphone software solution. It's been a hardware solution in the past, and so that was really the problem that we were trying to solve. That's cool. Yeah, it makes sense. So the kind of utility of this thing that everyone has in their pockets. You know, you think back to like Progressive wanting to plug plug into the was it like OEM reader? I forget what they're for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and that so so I you know I grew up in that that business uh, you know it's going way back now it's crazy to think how long it's it's uh, it's kind of been around but yeah it started out as a hardware business and Progressive has definitely been leaning in you know more than anybody they're the, they're the earliest to sort of see the uh, the the opportunity and seize it but uh, um, yeah I'm an old uh, car guy by 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 birth I grew up in Detroit and then moved to, out to, to Orange County in 2000 right as the tech boom was starting so. I was kind of this car guy and tech guy. And so I spent the, you know, the time ever since trying to converge the two and figure out, you know, what kind of problems can I solve around, you know, getting cars connected. And it's been, you know, it's been a kind of a fun ride, but it took me to, you know, I wasn't not an insurance native, but that took me into the, the insurance business, you know, kind of kind of deeply and pretty quickly as I was looking for, for problems to solve, you know, problems you could solve with, the, with that technology, bringing connectivity to the cars. So, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's fun stuff. We we love the space. My business partner Ed and I have actually kind of pivoted over to focus on garages and auto shops and everything else, just because they need insurance too. We don't think they're going direct to consumer anytime soon, but we geek out on all that. Um, that's very cool, man. That's a fun crossover. How long's yeah. that driveway been around? When did you get that started? Yeah, so so I, so I'm not the founder. My so um, I'm we we have uh, we're an Orange County based startup now. Technically moved moved from Silicon Valley down to Orange County because that's where, you know, where I'm from, uh, you know, se several years ago. So sort of beat the, uh, 
beat the rush that's happening now, right? COVID now it's put a big spotlight on it. Everybody's leaving the Bay Area and finding a you know cheaper cheaper place now that you can do it all over Zoom. But uh, but we did that you know a few years ago, and my most of my team is is based in Israel, which is where the original founder is. And so I you know back in two thousand the mid two thousands time frame, I was in uh, uh, Orange County running a company called Directed. And we were, uh, you know, a connected car hardware business and not in the insurance space, but we ended up doing a joint venture that, that got us into the insurance space, you know, go, going back into a little history to kind of, you know, paint the picture of how, how we got here. Yeah. But, I, but that was, a, so, so we started a, a joint venture um, that became Octo Telematics in the North America business. So you might've heard of them. I don't know if you know them or not, but Actually, you're the original kind of service provider to build usage-based insurance programs for some of the big insurers. So the, you know, like Liberty Mutuals of the world, Nationwide and those guys. And, uh, but it was a hardware solution. So we take a, take a, a device and, and uh, plug it in under the dash into the OBD port to get data off of the car. And we package that all up, turn it into, you know, insights around speeding and, and hard braking and that sort of thing send it off to the insurance company within into a risk scoring algorithm and, uh, and help them price smarter. And so price based on driving behavior instead of things like, you know, credit score and marital status and all that sort of, you know, those kind of weak signals. So we had this and it, and it worked and it was, it was a, a, you know, really, you could tell it was the start of, you know, kind of the way yeah. insurance is going to be done in the future, but it was, it was super high friction, right? Getting it, think about, you know, getting yeah. a device, plugged into a car in, you know, kind of the normal personalized insurance experiences, like totally orthogonal to that customer experience, sending people a device saying, here's this port you never knew you had in your car underneath the dash, go plug this thing in and we'll, we'll take your data and, and maybe give you a discount. Right. And so everything about it was great, except for the, the friction and the mm -hmm. cost involved of getting those devices in cars. And so I kind of set out on a mission to like, if we could solve those problems that, that, uh, you know, create all that friction, business could really scale. And, uh, and so that took me down a, a path of, of trying to turn this hardware solution into a software solution. And, uh, and so the team at driveway, while I was kind of heading down this path of, of thinking where, you know, what, how we could solve that problem, driveway was, was working on cool. it. The founding, the original founding team, they were doing, they, you know, it's a team of sensor fusion experts and signal processing experts that know how to turn the, all the sensor noise, you know, mm -hmm. the accelerometer, the comp, all the things that you have on a smartphone now kind of scrub it and turn it into useful data insights that we can you know turn into signals for how the uh the, the car is actually being driven and now it's a software only solution right because you got because everybody who gets in a car is getting in the car with their smartphone and it's either in their pocket or their cup holder and so now you know it's gotten to the point where you, you can do it without a device and and now that you know all bets are off right that you, you can really scale the business and you're seeing it start to grow now you're seeing companies built you know, starting to be built like like Roots and and, uh, and other startups built on that proposition of you know kind of a mobile first uh, uh, telematics based solution to, to be your you know your primary insight around driving behavior and risk pricing. So yeah, Root, uh, I think Roots really trying to use the intelligent you know data intelligently. Um, it's pretty crazy all the startups that come out of Israel just in the insurance space, Lemonade, Hippo, like it's really interesting and unique, and that's awesome. You're able to connect with those guys. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's a, it's great because there's this center of excellence now that's developed in Israel um, where, you know, the, the teams, there's, you, you've got Mobileye there and Intel and stuff. And, and you know, you, now you've got this, this real convergence specifically focused on mobility and solving some of those problems. But yeah, I mean, the, you know, 
Israeli military has this, you know, this well-known expertise on, on uh, you know, accelerometers and things like that, trying to try and do, uh, you know, turn that data into, you know, use that data to, to steer things and interpret, you know, uh, signals and stuff. And so it's the perfect kind of crossover technology for smartphone telematics for what we do. And so you've got, you know, a, a you know, total brain trust there. Um, so a bunch, bunch of smart folks. Um, and that's really what the, the bulk yeah. of the driveway team is made up of. I'm the, you know, I'm the face of the business in the U.S. knocking on insurers' doors, but the, the team that's doing the hard work is all there. Let's say we're out there just causing trouble, kind of, I always joke that I'm smart enough to be friends with really smart people and then be able to talk about it to everybody else. You know, exactly. I just take all the credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's cool though. Someone's got to go out there and kind of make some noise. Um, so I'm going to ask like a layman question from somebody who just could be an insured potentially hypothetically. Yeah. Um, I try to be very good, not play with my phone while I'm driving. I try to be, you know, I'm 35. I'm in insurance. I don't want to be too hypocritical. Um, does it track any like your use? Does it tell like, okay, well, this person is driving at 50 in their own personal vehicle. They're also on their phone all the time. Does it do any kind of habit tracking like that? Or is that like kind of is there a wall off of the motion sensors versus the personal activity? Just no, out of curiosity. So, well, so, so no, we're, so we got you on that. So it's all, you know, that. And it, and it and we have the we have the, the platform that can do all those things. We don't necessarily do all those things. That's you know we partner with the insured to decide how they want to design the design the program. But you know the, the stuff you touched on is is you know that's really the, the key point of difference. Super uh, um, uh, you know predictive of risk. All the you know as you, you you can you can see it right. You drive around the roads. You stop at a stoplight. Everybody's sitting there texting on yeah, their phone so driving. Scary. And, you know, intuitively, you'd think that's probably causing some risk, right? And, and now we have the data to, to show it. And, and it's incredible when you look at the data, how, how uh, much risk that drives into the, you know, the driving environment. So, so, we, so part of what we do, part of what we do is all the traditional risk signals around speeding and hard mm -hmm. braking and hard acceleration and cornering and all that stuff. You know, we do the hard, a lot of the hard part of what we do is, you know, two things. One is, how do you do all this stuff without the draining a, a lot of battery on the smartphone because mm -hmm. it's not always plugged in, right? And and how do you, how do you do it and and make up for the fact that uh, it might be in a cup holder, or it might be in a pocket, yeah. or it might be on the seat and stuff. So we so our team is you know expert at signaling out all that that noise from the signal and and refining it into you know just strictly risk insights. But one of the insights is. All right, is somebody doing that while they're driving? Are they holding yeah. their phone up? Are they, you know, typing and swiping? So that's all part of our, our algorithms that we that we measure. And we, we roll that up into an overall, you know, aggregated risk score, you know, which is designed to be a, a picture of, of uh, how, how safe or how risky that, that driver is so that the insurance company can, you know, hopefully reward the, the, the customers with better pricing that are good at putting their phone away and they don't touch mm -hmm. it and that kind of thing. So, yeah, so we definitely do that. We definitely measure it. We actually built the first program that that you know essentially you know, rewards people for for keeping their hands off their phone. Uh, you know, it's it's rated and filed in in thirty plus states. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so and that was really important to to to, to me and to us because you know it, it's it's a huge problem, huge risk on the road. It's causing real you know fatalities on the road, and we can kind of turn the the problem into the solution, which is a smartphone. You know, instead of making it you know part of the problem because. Everybody gets in their car, they've got it, they're addicted to, to touching it, 
while they're not in the car and that, that addiction doesn't go away, you know, when they get in the car. So we use that, you know, we turn that smartphone into a data capture device and use it to incentivize people and reward them for, for keeping their hands off their phone and focusing on the wheel. And we build a bunch of, you know, sort of engagement tools into it to, to make sure that, that folks are, are, um, are using it, uh, you know, taking advantage of, of, uh, um, the you know the, the pricing discounts the opportunity to save money on their their uh their insurance it's a it's a small thing but and you could probably pair up where the car is with the phone so you're judging somebody when they're in their car i wonder if like let's just say i'm playing with my phone but my wife happens to be driving that day i wonder if there's little stuff there's so many little things to think about and then i'm always impressed when i text friends it's only happened a couple times i get that text back like i'm driving right now if it's an emergency do this otherwise i'll see it when i get there i think yeah. that's pretty cool yeah. 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 We did a study specifically, you know, when, when Apple launched that, that feature that do not disturb while driving, Yeah, I was really excited about it. Cause it's like, Hey, finally somebody, you know, cause there's folk, there's things that, that the apples and Googles of the world can do at the OS level that their developers can't. So I'm like, Hey, this is going to be a great solution to, to, uh, mm -hmm. to help people keep their hands off their phone and, you know, have a safe alternative. We did a study because we, you know, we, we have, you know, we're, we're, we captured over like 5 billion miles. Oh, of wow data and uh so we were excited to look at it and say hey are people really using this you know because we can tell yeah. that they're using it or not and you know the, the short answer from our study was we got a blog post on it was like nobody was using it nobody turns it on it, it, you know effectively i have a and lot of so, friends i think i've gotten that back twice you know like i'm thinking yeah, of all the people yeah, i've texted in all the, <laughs> the world you know like yeah. two people. our thesis was hey if, if we you know They'll, they'll, you know, maybe a few folks start using it and then turn it off because they, yeah. you know, they want to, if they're at a stoplight, they'll want to take a, you know, sneak a peek or whatever. But our thesis is, hey, if you if you give them the right incentives, if you reward them, if mm -hmm. there's a, a, you know, a good, a good reason to do it, they'll do it, right? Because yeah. I think everyone wants to keep it. They know it's dangerous. They know it's risky. So, you know, we, our message is we work with the insurers to deliver the message that, hey, if you keep your hands off your phone, you drive safely, you can save up to, you know, 25, 30% on your insurance. And that's real money for people. And oh, yeah. That's that's been super effective, right? That's and you cool. have to keep, you have to keep coaching them and nudging them and reminding them that hey, this is don't forget, you know, you got to you know, if you want to if you want to earn maximum savings, don't touch your you know keep your hands off your phone and hey, you did a good job last week, keep it up for next week, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, you you have me want to go down a lot of different tangents. I've heard that playing with your phone while driving is on par with like drinking and driving in terms of risk awareness, like kind of, you know, if you're like it's just that scary that dangerous you know which is kind of mind-boggling yeah. yeah it's you know and you're exactly right and and that's kind of the way we think of it it's it's the new drunk driving basically yeah. you had the you know society governments have reacted that you know you saw how how risky drunk driving was now there's hard enforcement rules in place and you know it's got a stigma around it we're like early days of that with with uh, smartphone distraction and it's a different thing, right? It's not as, you know, it's not as easy to, to throw the stigma on it as you mm -hmm. can do with, with drunk driving. And so people take it really casually, but, you know, we see in the data how risky it is. There's, you know, the, there's, there's, we've done a bunch of studies. There's other studies out there that others have done now that you're starting to see, you know, you're starting to get data off the phone, which is really yeah. the best to get it. But, you know, our studies show that, that, you know, a few different data points, you know, it's like six times riskier, your, you know, your average mile of, with distraction on it, six times more likely to get in an accident than, than a non-distracted driver. Right. And we've seen, you know, there's some of the, the studies are uh, with us and others are starting to converge on the same, same general data points, but you know, 
think of it as 20% of the accidents these days are, are have distraction involved, you know, some, some measure of looking at the phone or touching the phone right before the accident. Um, and, you know, more than 50% of, of trips driving trips. Now that we see somebody's at some point on the trip, people are, are touching their phone and, and driving, you know, somewhat distracted. So it's huge. It's a, it's a, you know, there's, there's like over globally, there's over a million uh, vehicle uh, fatalities, you know, mm. car crashes, fatal car crashes uh, around the globe. And, you know, if you can put a dent in that, if you can, if you can get that number down a little bit, that's huge. You know, it's right. Huge, huge life-saving. That's kind of the, the mission of what yeah. got me into this and got driveway into this is we can make real change. You know, if you can start to incentivize people to, to think about it and drive more safely. Oh, 100%. And then uh, just like a small, even anecdotal, when I was driving back from the grocery store yesterday, like two lane little road kind of between some bigger roads, actually, um, I was off, I was going between like Baker and Bristol. I'm just nerding out since you know, Costa Mesa, yeah. there's this little windy road behind it. And uh, this car like kind of creeps past the stoplight and then like makes a right and it's kind of drifting. I'm like, this guy looks like he's drunk. And then I pull up next to him to go make a right on a Bristol and I just see him like, like glued to his phone. I'm like, the guy's just not paying attention um kind of a silly thing in the insurance community i won't name names but a friend recorded a video while they're driving and then all like my little insurance buddies just piling on him like what are you doing that's so dumb <laughs> like i thought you're in insurance yeah. and i just appreciate that and I, I don't think my friend had any bad intent doing it um another one was right you know you, you, yeah. the fact that we can even do that now like the, you never oh, do it amazing. you know he wouldn't video video himself drunk driving right but yeah we're all we all take it pretty casually but yeah, I mean your 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 example is is so telling, right? You you've seen that before. You're driving behind somebody, looks just like they're drunk, right? Yeah, on their phone. So crazy. And then uh, super nerdy. We have this InsureTech runners group. There's probably like 25 of us in there now, uh, but we'll we're Strava friends, and every so often we'll hop on a happy hour. And one point. Uh, a friend hopped on to like just say hi to us and but she was in her car she's like i'm parked i'm parked i don't want you guys thinking <laughs> just funny like the insurance community nice. keep each other accountable and trying not to make poor decisions yeah all right well i'm on strava and i'm an insurance nerd and nobody's invited me to this right, i'm chasing you down i'm finding you after this the insure tech <laughs> runners um but yeah no it's good stuff i'm I gotta, have, I gotta have some something to stay in shape during COVID. i need uh, right. those, those... <laughs> it got me back into running i hadn't ran consistently in years you know i'm 35 or in the la marathon when i was like 27 and i haven't really been consistent since um so it's been it, nice you know, I, nerd, silver lining. I, I, I nerd out on strava too because there's a lot of similarities in the in the you know the business what we're yeah. doing, capturing that that running data i you know i i probably stare at it a different way that, than people do you know because they, they do a really good job capturing steps and and you know running and discerning but you know yep. i set it on you hear the pause all the time when you when you start walking instead of running and that kind of thing so it's a good you get you get to feel for how their tech works, and a lot of that stuff is similar to what we use, right? Because one of the one of the things we we understand that really helps our 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 tech work is, you know, when somebody's we we can see we can sense based on the 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 sensor data if somebody's driving, you know, in a car or you know they're they're riding, they're a passenger mm -hmm. in a different car like an Uber, or they park and they get out of their car and they start walking, and so all those different things That's look. Cool. You, know, you see you see a different pattern when you look at the sensor data. And we, you know, we've got algorithms that, that help us. Um, so, you know, when somebody starts walking after they got out of the car, we know, hey, the trip's over, right? So yeah. recording the trip and, and roll it up and understand how safely that, that, that trip was, was driven. 
it's pretty like geeky and fun my dad bought me these sunglasses for christmas they're like the bose frames and then uh -huh. i have like this is the cheapest of the cheap little garments but it works so well for tracking and uh it is funny with our insure tech runners it's like we're but nerds who like technology think this stuff's cool. Like Strava is the perfect place for us to hang out and joke around and build community, you know? Totally. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, those guys are doing a great job too. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It really speaks, I think, to the, the, you know, where insurance is going in the future too, because, you know, now we're, we're like, we're all part cyborg. We've got this, yeah. this phone that never leaves our side. Right. And so you've got a way to, to, to really deeply understand, you know, behaviors of, of the, the, you know, the individual and the, the risks around it, right. Even beyond car insurance now, mm -hmm. and I think you're seeing that. I mean, you, you're probably talking to them all the time, but you know, the insure tech community, all this stuff that that's cropping up right now, it's capabilities fun. that were never possible before for like deeply understanding risk and segmenting it and pricing people more fairly. Right. I, I mean, big thing that drives me in, in the, you know, this business is just thinking about how sort of, unfair car insurance is at a, at a base level right I mm -hmm. mean, things like like credit score and, and marital status and all these sort of orthogonal kind of you know weak proxy signals that that, that you know price insurance and it's kind of it's like a tax on the poor right you can't yeah. you, you shouldn't be pricing insurance that way it's a huge part of of you know a lot of people's expense you know monthly expense burden mm -hmm. if they're getting you know they're getting hit up on their their insurance pricing because they've got you know, it's the double whammy. They've got maybe a weak credit score, but they're probably, you know, they could be a really safe driver, right? And now we can unpack that and, and price them, you know, more fairly based on, you know, how they how they really drive on the road and how they're, they're keeping their hands off their phone. And yeah. I think it just solves a big problem. And you can, you know, you're, you're starting to see that, that opportunity go into different things like homeowners and other, mm -hmm. you know, other things to make, you know, insurance pricing sharper and more contextual. Yeah, we're having fun around that with my friend's startup, uh, Purple Ant, for IoT for commercial buildings. Yeah, it's been fun to explore. Um, it's interesting. So I used to sell office moves. Like, nobody means to get into insurance. It's kind of like a happy accident career. And yeah. uh, I saw insurance as a great sell, get paid every year. You know, that was a good opportunity. So the first role I took was Personal Lines Auto maybe five years ago. And rates were just going up and up because we have all these smart bumpers. We have all this, like, technology you know your rearview mirror which would have been a hundred bucks you know 10 years ago now has all this data in it it's like five thousand dollars to replace a rearview mirror and you have distracted drivers everyone's like why is my auto insurance so expensive why is it going up because everyone's playing with their phones and our bumpers got technology in them now you know it's, it's crazy true. yeah so true right you know all the all the, the you know you just added thousands of dollars of cost around the right at the bumper right all that stuff's right at the bumper so now that you know, severity of all those accidents gets, you know, goes way up, gets, gets more expensive exactly at the right time where people's, you know, smartphone, Facebook and Google and everything is driving the smartphone addiction. And, yep. and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I've got some, some, some graphs that, that, uh, that show it, but, you know, you overlay the, 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 the growth of smartphone usage and the, the, you know, the increase in, in uh, car insurance pricing, it's like right on top of each yep. other. And it's totally what you're saying, right. But, the, the expensive, you know, all the expensive add-ons to, which are, which are great, right? The ADAS stuff has been a, uh, you know, a lifesaver for, for a lot of people, but it's expensive when you get in a little accident. Mm -hmm. And I wonder too, if like, we're going to hit like the cycle where like the technology will start protecting people, protect the cars, like it'll might almost drive itself down in costs, you know, in an interesting way. And hopefully the right incentives will be there to do that. Um, and, and I'm not mad at us. Like we're going to have to learn how to use this. Everyone's kind of learning together, you know? Yeah. Um, I recorded a podcast with a friend talking about 
uh, Medicare and about how like 65 year olds today aren't like the 65 year olds we grew up with. You know, it's interesting how like we're all more tech enabled. We're all getting more comfortable with all this, you know, and it's fun to see the intelligence kind of mesh into the products, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where, where, uh, you know, insurance goes in the future. Cause every, you know, you've got, we're in this, you know, it's going to go through this interesting curve where we're throwing a lot of cost in the car now and it's doing some stuff on, you know, ADAS that's got some, 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 some you know, some good benefits in terms of, of, uh, you know, probably frequency, but then severity goes up because there's a bunch of, of mm-hmm. costs, you know, that, that's, that's involved with it. And then we're on this sort of long, slow road toward, you know, some version of autonomy and, you know, then the insurance, you know, industry kind of freaks out with this existential risk that, you know, there's not going to be drivers in cars anymore and there goes car insurance and that kind of thing. But I think it's going to be a super, it's going to be a long road getting oh, yeah. there. It's going to be a really interesting one, you know, as, as those different pieces come into play and, and, uh, you know, you've got more technology to get better insights and, and you know, sharper about what the, the real risk of a, of a driver is. And then you've got, you know, you got some cars on the road driving themselves around and you got some human driven cars and it's, you know, it feels like it's going to be this really chaotic environment that's going to have, a, you know, insurance is going to be uh, uh, playing a really interesting role for, you know, the next few decades. As oh, yeah. We sort of out. It's kind of interesting. I mean, not to get too nerdy. I almost want to go like two different angles on this, but it's almost like when they introduce cars or something, you know, and you still have buggies and you still had whatever else. It's almost like the world's going through another little shift. Um, exactly. So not yeah, to like some people, people that aren't nerds inside the business, you know, can they wait, they, they go really high level and they say, oh, you know, it's, it's, everything's going to be robot cars in five years. It's like, no, it's not that at all. It's going to be, yeah. you're going to have a, a, a really, you know, complicated road getting there and you got, you know, the, 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 the billion cars on the planet right now, mm-hmm. you know, those, the, 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 the refresh cycle takes forever, right? Those cars are, aren't, they're not just, just going to go away, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to turn in their cars. So, you know, you've got, you've got decades and decades of those cars being on the road and you're going to sprinkle in a bunch of, you know, different layers of, of autonomy and self-driving along the way. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Uh, one of the coolest things I ever saw was like a Ted talk back in the day about how technology is not a progression, but it's more like an ecosystem that like, you can still buy parts for a steam powered car. And you know, those haven't been produced since the twenties, 1920s. It's funny to say the twenties. It's like, I have to just, you know, verify which decade we're talking about. It's no longer obviously the yeah, 1920s. I know. We're not- <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, exactly well i'm looking forward to getting this posted on insurance nerds and then i'll get it posted on broker brett radio as well um and then uh, you know we'll stop recording and i'll geek out with you about some of the companies i know whatever else but where should people find you uh where should they check out driveway or you know what's the best way to connect with you check out yeah check out driveway at uh um so it's driveway.ai uh uh and, and you can get connected there um, uh, but yeah, that's probably the, I'm, I'm auto Mike on LinkedIn if anybody wants me, but, uh, uh, but driveway.ai is the place to go to get the, uh, get the whole story. Cool. Yeah. So we'll got, uh, I'll put it in the show notes, but driveway.ai, AI, auto Mike, but man, thanks for sharing the time today. I'm glad we got to connect. I know we've been kind of connect on social for a little bit, but it's awesome. Going to have a conversation. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks guys. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. And if we can help out with anything insurance-wise, please don't hesitate to reach out. Brett at mpbic.com and catch you on the next one.